Welcome back to Talking Baseball. It's Monday morning. We had a whole weekend of weird and wild sports moments and some trades and some other stuff. Let's do it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Baseball. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. Behind the dish is producer BBD. We're coming to you live from the Roosevelt Studios here in the Bronx. And we are ready to talk some baseball. We hope you are as well. What's up to everyone watching in the live patron chat? Appreciate you hanging out with us. And uh, shout out to newest patrons. They're bringing you the episode today. Lars Vance. Billy Say Sato. I want to say Sato because uh, Posada, but it right. might be Sato. Aaron Stretch. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. Uh, little housekeeping right away. Be a little bit tighter, a little bit different of an episode uh, for two reasons. One, it is trade deadline and things will be happening and we are on watch and we will be back with you very shortly. Two, Baseball Reference hasn't updated all of the Sunday games, so we're without a lot of stats and information for Slump Watch and Fuego and those things. So we may have to skip them today. Jake, how you doing? Good, Jim. I'm good. Yeah, a little less slump watching in Fuego. I've had like five people tweet at me that Trey Turner's hot right now. So there's your in Fuego. Um, enjoy that. And yeah, we'll we'll catch up a little bit on the trade deadline. We're a little nervous because we're going to do some Trev's tidbits and we don't want to gossip too much without Trevor. But some stuff happened. Some more stuff's going to happen. Maybe we'll put out some dumb takes at the end that could get... Ruined in the next two hours But yeah, I mean, crazy baseball action So we're going to go through all the games and do all that And then, uh, you know, some awards And we'll we'll go through some of the trade stuff Because he kind of got it It's the story of the sport right now Story of the sport Baseball's been good, man This is story of the sport uh, Make a trade and change the whole sport Okay, you went back to sport um, Yeah, man, and just like cool stuff happens every day Like that sounds really <laughs> dumb but like, dude, I don't. Yeah, man, cool stuff. I don't know. If, I don't know if you it. saw this, but like, all three Cubs outfielders hit two home runs yesterday. Yeah. First time in Major League history. You know why I saw that? Why did you see that? Because I'm bringing you that report. Wow, half the Central brought to yeah. you by John Boy. Um, yeah, man, just so much cool stuff. The Yankees Mets series was crazy. I mean, Philly almost goes nut job last night in their comeback. So. Uh, the baseball's fantastic. The Padres are all in, all in. The White Sox want to be all in, all in. Yeah. The deadline's been good. We, we've been wondering for months what this deadline's going to look like, and we've already had some good action. We'll see if we get the jugular punch um, with a Lance Lynn or a Clevenger, or why not both, GIF. Uh, so, exciting times. Very exciting. Very exciting. I mean, it's also some bad baseball. Oh, sure. Oh sure, I for, the trade looking at you, Nats, Red Sox. I was looking at some Nats other are teams. dead, dude. I know. Let's get into it. Crazy. Let's get straight into it, so we can have all these conversations. Uh, Jake's bringing you the East Coast today, and besides the Yankees, Mets, I have no idea what. I truly mm. have no idea yeah. what happened. We cannot watch all fifteen games Can't. every day. I think you know. What's the Joe DiMaggio quote? Uh, you got to play every day as if someone's seen you for the first time. That place so, is so busy. I don't go there anymore. That's Yogi. Great quote. Uh, no, no one goes there anywhere. Anyway, what I'm saying is there's a new listener every episode, so we always have to remind you, you know more about your favorite team than we know about it. Yeah. 
and we're not trying to lie to you about that. And we did not watch every single game because it's impossible. Jake, what happened in the East Coast? And if I've got to run out during this, I've got a little bit of George Brett situation going on, if you know what I'm talking about. Kokomos, twice a year. New York Mets, Yankees, Jim. You said this is the series you're familiar with, so let's bang it out real quick. Two double headers with a nine-inning game in between. First double header, Yanks. Hey, they've got a lead. They're trying to get rid of their losing streak. Clint Frazier with three RBIs and a homer. They've got the lead, and oh, no, Chad Green gets rocked. We got a little inside tip that he was tipping his pitches. Pete Alonzo, Dom Smith, and Jake Marisnik. He stinks. They all hit homers. Yankees blow that game 6-4. Second part of the doubleheader. Yankees have the lead. They hand it to Aroldis Chapman. Rosario walks off on Chapman at the stadium. One of those weird 2020 moments. The Mets were the home team. A seven-inning game. Araldis Chapman gets walked off with to bring the Yankees' losing streak to seven games. So they play the one nine-inning game on Saturday. Jay Happ, who has struggled as a Yankee more or less, drops some dick. 7.1 shutout. Yankees have a 1-0 lead due to a Luke Voigt homer. He continues to be awesome. Adam Adovino blows it instantly. Uh, first batter he sees Wilson Ramos ties it up. But guess what, Jim? The classic Dellen Batantis pitching to Eric Kratz. Walk off. Wild pitch over the catcher safety squeeze attempt. As crazy as it gets. This series was insane. Like, people think we do Yankee stuff sometimes. This series was nuts. And it wraps up with another doubleheader. The Yanks have a five-run comeback in the final inning. I mean, errors, hit-by-pitches, walks, shift-beating singles, and then it's all topped off with an Aaron Hicks game-tying home run that just clears the wall. Yanks win it the next inning on a walk-off single by Urshela. And then the following game, this is five games. Double, double header. Woo! Gary Sanchez, pinch hit, grand slam after Davey Garcia has a really nice MLB debut. Like that a lot in Yankee land. Dom Smith was great all series for the Mets. Uh, but Gary with the pinch hit, grand slam, they win that game 5-2. to two. Yanks win th- three games of this five-game set after dropping the first two and having a seven-game losing streak. The Orioles and the Jays, Jim, I don't know if you know about this. The Jays swept. Jays are hot, baby. Wow. And two of these games were walk-offs. Ryu versus Means in the first one. Grichuk, that bleep. Two-run, two-out, walk-off home run for Randall, friend of the pod. Jays come back the next day in their new shiny toy, Taiwan Skywalker. Six-inning shutout in his debut. Vlad and Biggio, a couple sons of MLB players, each have two RBI singles. And then on the final day, Mountcastle for the O's, one of their prospects that's coming into it. He has a two-homer game. He hits his first MLB homer, second one in that same day, but it's not enough as Teoscar the Grouch walks it off, two RBI single to win it. Jay Sweep, they are playing some good, fun baseball. Rays, Marlins, Rays bring out the broomsticks. They sweep. They win the first game 2-0, the second game 4-0, and they're shutting teams out. With 10 pitchers on the IL. Insanity, our guy Yarborough shoves. Sixto Sanchez, oh my God, pitch ninja porn. He was awesome, but Yandi and their backup catcher Perez just keeps doing it. They win the first game 2-0. Josh Fleming in the pen, 4-0. Wendell with the 2-RBI double to seal it. And then on getaway day, Rays 12-7. Cooper with 4-RBIs, old friend for for Miami. But Snell does all right. 
Willie Adamas Grand Slam. This game was 12-2. It was a blowout. Susugo, my guy, and Joey Wendell Homer. Nats, Red Sox, Poop Bowl. I think we got to start skipping these games. Scherzer won the first game, 11Ks. Bogert's uh, back, back-to-back games with a home run. Devers hit two, and Bobby Dahlback. Oh, my God. Bobby Dahlback hits a home run in his debut. Uh, don't care. You guys stink. Atlanta versus Philly. Philly walks off in 11 on the first game. Both pens did a good job. That's shocking in a Philly game. Kutch and Segura homered. Riley and Inciarte homer. But Kinger, Scott Kingery, high T with the walk-off in 11. Led Zeflin comes back the next day. He has a really nice performance. Reese Hoskins with a big three-run homer. And then last night, the Sunday night baseball game, 12-10. Atlanta, they went up 10-0. And the Phils fought back. They made it an 11-10 game. Girardi ends up getting ejected on a phantom foul ball. That was kind of fun. Dansby ends up icing it with a home run in the ninth. 12-10. But the Phillies, man, they win the series against the Braves. And that's what's going on in the East. A lot of fun there. I, I mean, this is what we've been asking for for a while out of the results of the games. If you're good, sweep. If you're bad, get swept. The O's, they were hanging around for a while. Yeah. They're bad. They're selling people. They sell Tommy Mill one. They sell yeah. Michael Givens. They get swept. Thank yeah. you. The Jays, they're buying people. Yeah. They're bringing in Taiwan Walker. They're gunning for it. They're going for it. They do the sweeping. Yeah. Thank you very much. The Rays and the Marlins. The Rays, you're good. Now, as a Yankee fan, I don't want you winning that much. Right. But as a fan of baseball and rooting for good teams to be good, yeah. thank you. You sweep the Marlins. Marlins, you are pretending just like the Orioles for a while. You're done. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Right? Nats, you're dead. Dead. You Officially. lose a series to the Red Sox who were been dead. They're selling. Nats, I, I mean, I like it. No hard feelings. It's R. a weird season. See you next year. I think you'll be a contender again. Yeah. But you're dead. Sell a couple of those pieces. Nats are dead. Um, Phillies. We wanted the Phillies to take that next step. They win two out of three. Yeah. And they show life being down 10 nothing. Yes. They lose that game, but it, showing life there, down 10 nothing, and making it a game, is a notch in the Phillies' belt right now. They've got some good juju, and yeah, I don't know if you'll do the Girardi ejection, but... uh. I think Enciarte does the pretend foul ball off his foot, didn't hit it at all, and Girardi goes pretty ballistic. So I saw Robbie fun. clipping it. I don't know if I have um, time to do it. So, yeah, Phillies, I mean, tied for second in the NL East. That's still a mess. I mean, they're tied with the Marlins. The Mets are a game and a half back. But, yeah, the Nats are dead. I think that's the story over there. The Braves kind of keep trucking along, even though they lose the series. Um, someone, uh, Man, if, if someone can reel them in, that'd be insane. I'm going to, above the Patreon names in our Google sheet, and I just sent it to the patron crew, someone on Baseball Reddit made exactly what I need. Did you see this? Updated playoff standings. With the rankings and everything and the wild card race all actually laid out properly. Yeah. It's... You needed this. I don't know why MLB and ESPN didn't make this with the new season. It's so much easier. Right now, the Blue Jays are the eighth seed. Yep. And that's really cool. Yeah. They're so. nipping at the Yankees' heels. They're game back. They were a half game back the other day. Yankees pull some magic out of their butt. And when I say the Yankees pulled magic out of their butt, I mean the Mets were playing. So um, Yeah, I mean, we did a whole conversation. Yeah. And vibes are good, and I'm happy as a Yankees fan because they took three out of five against the Mets, which is on Talking Baseball with Trev. I said, yeah. that's all I'm asking for. Because right. this team, they don't have starters. They don't have everyday players yeah. going. And... um. They lost the games that they actually played well in, 
and they won the games that they shouldn't have won. So, yeah, very confused. Like, the Yankees are still in a tight spot playoff-wise if they can win, like, a seven-game set, five-game set. They still need a lot of help and a lot of returns. Got to get healthy. And some moves. But thank you to Mets for being the Mets. Yeah, that was was huge. They should have bad. Rays, second best team in baseball right now, best team in the AL. They keep it rolling. Again, back-to-back shutouts with how many pitching injuries they have is nut job. Um, and yeah, I, I think the Baby Jays, um, they get Walker, they sweep, they are, right now they are entrenched in the American League playoffs. Yeah, and the Mets are actually just one game out of the wild card. Yeah, man, the NL's still like a, a slot fest. Like we're we're gonna try to dodge teams going forward in the NL, and you almost can't. Yeah, you almost can't. The Tigers are two games out, um, mm. and we'll get to that very quickly. Oh yeah, but I, you know, maybe they can get it. I, I don't hey. think so, but maybe. Don't sleep on them. That's our one request. Well, the good. So if you want to keep the Tigers in, then you have one team outside of the top eight. Still trying to do something, but in the AL, whoa! I just clicked. in the AL at least you have one, two, three, four, five, six teams in the AL that are out. Yeah. Don't care about you at all anymore. Yeah, can't can't yeah. play with them. Can't do it. In the wild card, I mean, you maybe have three: Diamondbacks, Nationals, Pirates. I think you have three: Pirates, Diamondbacks, and yeah, dude. I know I, I, the. We could kill the Nats, and if they have a good week, they're back in it, which is nuts. Yeah, like, they seem so dead. You lose to the, the Red, Red Sox, Sox, everything's bad, but I, I don't know. Who'd they pitch besides Scherzer? I don't know. Yeah. Both and Fetty and, like, and Corbin? Like Anibal. Oh, Anibal? Anibal. Anibal. All right. Very can't, good stuff. can't talk about you guys for a little while. Make us make us wrong. Make us talk about you. No, nuts. did did who who deserves some more talking that we didn't do? I mean the the Rays and the Jays. That's kind of the story. And the Rays are the biggest story. They're twenty three wins at this point. Um, they're the number one seed by a pretty good margin. And it's I mean it's a big Yankee series coming up. The Rays are six and one versus the Yanks this year. They're playing three in the Bronx again. This Yanks team is limping a little bit, but they did line up their starters. The Rays are as well, though they have a lot of injuries too. Oh yeah, oh big time. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. It's going to be a fun set in the Bronx. A little scary as Yankee fans. The Rays have had their numbers. You'd, as a Yankees fan, you're really hoping to win the series so you can say you beat the Rays in a series this year. Is it in the Bronx? Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Um, so that's nice. Yeah, Jays are rolling. Philly, we hope they get rolling, but they could also devastate us in next series. Yeah. Thank the Mets as a Yankee fan because it was going to be Thank bad you, Mets. times. Thanks, the Mets. Bad times. Let's go to the Central. Yes. Jake, you start us off. I'll pick you up yes. halfway through. Jim, if I may, if I might. Meowth. That's right. The Twins at the Tigers. Don't sleep on the Tigers. They bring out the broomsticks, Jim. Your guy, Matt Boyd. Six innings pitched, one earned run. Victor Reyes, a four for four from the leadoff spot. Uh, and hey, little shout out to Mickey Caps, 2,000 career Tiger hits. That's like seventh all time or something. Analytics. They win that game eight to two. They follow up. This was a doubleheader. Scooble, the kid. Scooble, the Scooble. He gets the dub, 4-2 Detroit. Nelson Cruz and Miggy Cabs with old man home runs. How about that? A couple old dudes still doing it. Miggy Cabs gave them the lead. 
And then they take the final game 3-2. Mize and Alexander combined for a pretty nice start. They outduel Kenta Maeda. Polanco hits the home run, but so do Candelario and Scope. The Tigers sweep the Twins. Boogity, boogity, boogity. <laughs> and then Cleveland versus St. Louis. Fran Mill Reyes. Carlos Santana and Tyler Naquin. Naquin with a big series. They all hit home runs. Plutko with a big appearance out of the pin. Four-inning shutout following McKenzie. Those kind of days are very important in this Major League Baseball season. They take the next game 2-1 to one final in the 12th. Naquin again, the game-winning double. Yachty with a bad base running situation for the final out. He thought it was a foul ball, and then they just... Threw across the diamond and tagged him. Not Bad great. base running all game for the Cardinals. There. Not great, Bob. But then Wayno, Wayno, Adam Wayno's a crazy mofo. 122 pitches, complete game. Naquin hits another homer. Fowler with the three RBI game and a homer. Goldie scores on a buck. So I just thought that was fun and I put in there. John, I'm going to bump it to you and maybe circle on the Pirates and Brewers because I totally forgot about them and they have deserved to be forgotten. Not the Brewers. Kind of. Second place now. Jim? Kansas City versus Chicago White Sox. The White Sox win game one on a walk-off. Reynaldo Lopez versus Duffy. Back and forth all game. You take the lead. We'll take the lead. No, we'll take it. No, you take it. A grand doll blunder allows the Royals to tie it. He was standing at home. They threw it home after a rundown. It went right between his legs to the backstop. Tie game. Grandall leads off. The bottom of the ninth, home run. White Sox walk off. That will happen again in this set. Kansas City did take the middle game to avoid the sweep. It was Singer versus Cease. Royal scored five in the seventh to take the lead and hold it. In game three, the Chicago White Sox walk off again. Bubik versus Dunning, the rookie. Five innings pitch, zero earned runs from him. The rookie, Luis Robert, hits a big three-run walk-off homer. As Jake said, the youngest youngest White Sox to hit a walk-off homer since Sammy Sosa. White Sox take the series against the Royals. Good for you. That's what you're supposed to do. The Cubs and the Reds, two teams with very similar logos, just a red C faced off. The Reds actually won two out of three of this set, so maybe I'm happy for them. Maybe I'm more annoyed with them. I'm not sure. Hendricks, oh, it's a four-game set. It's on two pages. They split the series. Great. Better. Mads up. Uh, doubleheader in the middle. Reds, Hendricks had a really bad outing versus uh, Molly. First inning homers from Rizzo and Schwarber. Cubs make a push to come back in the ninth, but the Reds hold on and take game one. Then they go doubleheader mode. You Darvish versus Trevor Bauer, two dudes that are having great seasons. Darvish comes to play. Six innings pitch, zero earned runs. Bauer, 5.1, three earned runs. Not a bad stat line if your name's not Trevor Bauer and the year's not 2020. That's his worst start of the year, I believe. And Rizzo took him deep twice, both on one-two counts, mm. which are very pitcher-friendly counts. And one of those was like a nine-pitch yeah. at bat. Beauty. Took him deep. Game two on that day, the Reds walked off in the second. It was Alec Mills versus Antone. Antoni? I don't know how you say his name. A lot of home runs in this game. Like a lot of home runs. Yeah. Benches cleared. Some pitches thrown at people's heads. Kimbrell comes in for the save and blows it. So it back to instant scary mode with Kimbrell if you're a Cubs fan. Um, Reds won on a walk-off wild pitch. Second walk-off mm. wild pitch of the weekend. In game four, the Cubs were not going to lose a series to the Reds. Want to know why? The Reds don't win series. No. They've won two 
all season. Castillo versus Chatwood plus the pen. Quintana made his second bulk appearance outing for the Cubs. Schwarber, Hayward, Hap, the three outfielders, all homer two times each in this game. That's really fun for the Cubbies. And that, do you have anything on Pirates Brewers? Yeah, so the Pirate Brewers are doing a reach-around series. They wrap up today. They did play three this weekend. The Brewers took the first game 9-1. to one. Holland got knocked around. The brawny man had a nice day on offense. Corbin Burns shoved six innings pitch, 10 gays. In the second game, the Brewers walk off. Uh, m- m- Mr. Sogard. Sogard with the two-run walk-off homer after Josh Hader walks five. Walks five to score two runs, uh, nightmare mode if you're a Brewers fan, but somehow you get the win. And then the Pirates end up taking yesterday's game five to one. Polanco, Bell, get it going for them. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if they can split or if the Brewers can win three out of four tonight. Very nice, Jake. In the Central, the playoffs. Playoffs. Look. In the NL Central, Cubs are the number one seed. They look good. The number two seed overall. The Brewers have the edge right now over the Cardinals. Mm. The winning percentage-wise, they are fifteen and seventeen. Cardinals are I don't know eleven if that's and thirteen. Up to date. No, Brewers are fifteen and eighteen after yesterday. Cards are twelve and thirteen. They've got the higher win percentage. Oh, so whoever made this, just a little Update slow. Update it. Everyone's slow today. Everyone's slow. Slow Monday. Everyone's thinking about the deadline. So, yeah. All right. They were in second place. That's floating around. But the big news here is it looks like the NL Central isn't producing a wild card team. So Milwaukee and Cardinals, I don't know. Who knows, dude? It's a mess. Look at these divisions. Yeah. There's only one team above 500 in the NL East. There's only one team above 500 in the NL Central. Oh, what a disaster. Someone get hot. There's four. Anyone? There's four teams above 500 in the in the NL. Colorado's at 500. Eight teams are going to the playoffs in the National League, and there's currently four above 500. So, yeah, Milwaukee. Jeez. Have a good week. You're in the NL playoffs. Really though, for real, it's wild. Well, anyway, in the uh, AL. The Twins get hurt, man. Mm. The Tigers sweep the Twins. The Tigers are 500. The Twins lose their first place seeding for the first time in a while. Yeah. All season? I think they were going wire to wire for a while. Coming coming into this weekend, I believe so. And not only are they in second place, the White Sox and the Indians yeah. jump the Twins. That's wild. If you're a Twins fan, I think maybe reality shock a little bit because it seemed like you were going to be the number one seed there. I think uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, as a Twins fan, you loved your offense. You were got getting locked in, but you knew this year was going to be tougher. You knew the White Sox were better. Cleveland was kind of a coin flip. I don't think people thought Cleveland would be this good. We kind of started to stumble into well, talk it. To tra- according to our Minnesota guy, Trev. And he doesn't represent all Twins fans. He was sleeping on both those teams. Yeah, I think Trev Trev had a little a little blind bias happen. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think most Twins fans did. Yeah, a lot of fans of their teams have have some blind bias. But yeah, it's they are in it now, and that's uh, 
I I've been tuned into this, and man, we see we'll see how the seating and everything shakes out. But I mean, you're gonna see something happen where oh, they updated baseball reference updated updated um that you know ones coming into the last week of baseball, you could have. One team will be the second seed, one team will be the four, and one team will be the seven, and we'll see how much that matters. Um, Matchup-wise, seating-wise, batting in the ninth inning, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see, but yeah, if you're, if you're a Twins fan, this should be a little wake-up call, and uh, the number that jumps out to me on their sheet, 12-3 and three at home, 8-12 and 12 on the road, so they've played a lot more road games. I think they've got a home stand coming up. They love hitting there. So hopefully you get it back on track. But you also got to even out that road record. Or do you? Because we're playing at a neutral site. Yeah, that doesn't matter. I but think. they also love playing at home. So maybe it, that's the effect. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be different you know? for everyone. It's going to be weird. Good for the Tigers, though. They're in it. I mean. They're involved. They're involved. It's And the Indians, I mean, they're currently tied for first. Yeah. I don't think they have the head-to-head, but the Indians are trying to sell one of their best pitchers. Yeah. Who they the, did last year, too. they kind of haven't been using. <laughs> I mean, they kicked I, him off the team for... But, but if you want to make a deep run in the playoffs, right. you, you keep that guy. He would be your second start. And you so. trade him in the offseason. Maybe. Like, if you want to get rid of him, trade him in the offseason. And they still may. That yeah. deal hasn't happened yet, but there's a lot of smoke. Yeah, and I mean, if let's let's jump ahead a little bit. I mean, in Cleveland, their one would still be Beaver, Clevenger would still be the two, and then I mean, I mean, you might trust Carrasco more because he's a veteran, but you have Savali. Um, we'll see if they recall Plesac at any point. Uh, like Tristan McKenzie's look good, but it's been two games, so I don't know how much you can trust them. Um, yeah, man, I I don't know. Um, I mean, Bieber, Clevenger, Carrasco scares me a lot more than Bieber, Carrasco, Savali. Yeah. You know, so we'll see what happens. I mean, the, it was the rumor mill last night. We'll see if it falls apart. I mean, there's a lot of interest from a lot of teams. Um, and, yeah, we'll see what happens. And I, I think something I was I was saying on here a little bit was that Cleveland was getting nothing out of their outfield. I said Tyler Naquin's name in all three games. So if, if they can just get a little bit out of their outfield, because, um, I mean, that, that infield can dance with anyone. Santana, Hernandez, Lindor, Ramirez. The scary thing, Jake? Yeah. Is. All right. Okay. The Twins are in third place in the Central. They're, they have the number one wild card seed. The Blue Jays are pretty close. Yeah. Like, this is the closest the Twins ever been to the eighth seed. It's not going to linger. Closest, and to be fair to us, it's the closest the Yankees have been to the eighth seed as well. Yes. You know? Which I think both fan bases, but I, I don't, I'm not familiar if the Twins have every starter injured besides two. Right. Like the Yankees had. The Yankees started the series with the Mets with every everyday player injured besides two. Yeah. Or no, Gary, but he's awful. And they did say Voight's battling a foot thing. So, but, so whatever. But Looks anyway, like, wake up call for the Yankees uh, and the Twins. Gar- Garver, Buxton, and Donaldson currently on the aisle. Okay, there you go. So, That's fair. There's injuries. Yeah. Everybody's uh, getting hurt. Everyone's getting hurt. That's a crazy thing. But anyway. 
I the eight the the top eight seeds in the AL are wrapped up, but the seeding can get very interesting. Oh yeah, and who knows how much it matters, but it'll be interesting to track. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to track to see where it lands, especially you know again we've been coming at this from. Uh, a little bit of a biased perspective, but the Yankees have had the Twins numbers in playoff series, and we've been saying, you know, if the Twins land at two and the Yankees went land at seven, not that and bad. No home field, you know. I'd rather that than uh, six and and three and play the Indians. It's a team the Yankees have dealt with, so you feel confident going into that series. So um, it's going to be very interesting to see how the seating plays out. Um, I do think there is just something to baseball, whether it's your actual home field or not, but like having those at-bats in the bottom of the ninth, especially come playoff time, those are the pressure innings, so I do think home field will be a little bit of a thing. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see going forward. I mean, I think this AL Central, I think every series recap we're going to be saying. Changing wildly. Indians are the two, Twins are the four, White Sox are the seven. I agree. You want to hear what happened in the West? Jim, I would love to because I'm a little lost. Here you go. The Texas Rangers went, I don't know where they went. They. I don't know where this game was played, so I Texas. shouldn't have started the whole thing. Okay, Texas Wayne, yeah. Rangers welcomed the Los Angeles Dodgers to town. Dustin May versus Miner in game one. Both had solid starts. Miner tossed six shutout innings, Jake. Dietrich homers to break the tie in the seventh, and the Rangers piled on some more runs. The Rangers win 6-2. to two. Dodgers lose. The Dodgers win game two, seven to four. Stripling versus Lynn. Lynn with a quality start. Six innings pitch, three earned runs. His last as a Ranger, probably it seems very likely that they trade him today. Could be happening right now. Max Muncy with a three-run homer to blow it open in the seventh. Good for you, Max, and get four RBIs on the day. In game three, Dodgers win again, seven to two. Gonsolin versus Gibson. Seager home run in the first. Smith hit a home run in the second. Bellinger hit one in the third. Dodgers are pretty good. They take two out of three from Texas. The San Diego Padres and the Colorado Rockies faced off. Jake's teams. America's Darling versus Jake's Rocks. Padres win big in game one, 10-4. Davies versus Freeland. Davies was good. Padres scored 10 runs without hitting a home run. They can do it every way, folks. Colorado wins on a walk-off in game two. Seven, is in, seven innings pitch, zero in runs from Senzatella. Mm. Padres tied it in the ninth, but Stammen can't hold the Rocks. And Daniel Murphy hits a walk-off single. So the Rocks salvaged one game. They did not get swept, but Paddock shut them down in game three. Hosmer, Cronworth, Profar, Grisham, Naylor, all hit home runs because they may all not be playing that much anymore. Well, Grisham... Grisham, maybe. Uh, Grisham, yeah. Pods win two out of three. They make all the trades, and that's the bigger story for them this weekend. San Francisco Giants and Arizona Diamondbacks played each other. Don't really care. I don't even have the third game on the sheet. That's my bad. Uh, Tyler Anderson sucked. Zach Gallon had a good start. Cahill versus Weaver. I'm sorry. What if you you know what happened in the third game? Uh, I can get there in a little bit if you want to keep rolling till then. Angels and Seattle also played, and this is another series. I looked at Jake and said we can't spend time on these teams yeah. right now. Marge Vicious versus Haney both mm. had two good starting pitching outings, so there you go. Angels put up 16 runs in game two. Jake, 16 runs. Bundy oh, yeah. had another good start. How Ju- they doing game three? Justice Sheffield got knocked around, six earned run. Joe Adele had his first home run. Yeah. Uh, Seattle won two to one. 
in the 10th inning in game three. Canning versus Dunn. Canning, eight innings pitched, one on run. So, you had a bunch of good... Yeah, the Angels had some highlights, some individual highlights. Highlights, and they lose. Giants won the last game against the Dimebacks, 4-1. to one. Cueto pitched really well. Cueto pitched well. Good. Maybe they trade him. A's and Houston, this is a good matchup. Houston wins the first two games of the doubleheader, 4-2. to two. McCullers, six innings pitch, one earned run. Got to be happy if you're Houston's fans to see that. Uh, Bassett, not a great outing. Kyle Tucker, big three-run homer. In game two, the same day, doubleheader. Houston wins again, 6-3. Montes versus Granky. Granky goes 3.15 earned. No, no, no. Montes goes 3.15 earned. Granky goes 5-3 earned. So they kind of a little switcheroo. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Tucker had a big three-run triple. Six RBIs on the day for him. Game three got postponed because some people came down with some stuff called COVID. Mm. And that's your West Coast wrap-up. West Coast wrap. Someone tweeted at us the current NL playoff standings. Dodgers, Cubs, Braves, Padres, Marlins, Cardinals, Rockies, Phillies. Yeah. Marlins in the five hole right now. Yeah. Well, it's um, a weird way they did it. What a mess. What's up? I don't like how they have the – I've said this a lot. I don't like how the second division automatically gets the four, five, six. It's I think that's there. dumb. I think you should have went division winners and then wild card. Best record, straight wild card, Yeah. I think because they were keeping everything so in division this year, I, yeah, I they kind of had get, to. Yeah, I get but. it. But it just makes, like, the seeding not – there's no guarantee that the, the four seed is – the five seed is better than the eight seed. Yeah. it's There's no – you know, so – Yeah. I wish they would have just went division winners. I think it'll be closer than you think, and again, it's one of these weird – Weird year. Weird years, weird match. We'll see what the matchups are probably going to be more important. Um, Padres are kind of the story. They get some dubs. They add a lot of talent. Padres are all in. I didn't expect them to be all in. I was saying that I thought maybe they might be like, hey, this is our fun first year. Let's see how far we can go. They're like, no, we're all in. So poop on my face. Yeah, Joe Adele gets his first homer. Mariners are excited about some young bloods and their trade. We'll get there in a little bit probably. Uh, what else in the West? McCullers had a good game. That's good yeah. for Houston. Yeah, man, I know you don't want to talk about the Angels. Let's talk about them. But they scored 16 runs. Yeah. This weekend, the Angels had two of the top three starting pitching yeah. performances. I'm shocked. And they won? Griffin Canning goes eight innings pitch, one earned run. Andrew Haney goes 7.2, one earned run. And, uh... I mean, they were playing the Mariners, who were busy trading, and and they don't care. But the Angels are a frustrating team, man. Like they just like they keep, they have talent. Yeah, not doing anything. Not enough pitching, unless they're playing the Mariners. Um, let's see, Diamondbacks are going out to die. I mean, they're uh, they're the sick animal by the woodshed right now. We're, we'll see if they get some big trades. Archie Bradley tweeted out last night, like. Just waiting, just waiting to be traded at this point. So we'll see what kind of moves they can make. Um, again, Colorado, they had a chance to gain on the Padres. They end up dropping the the deciding game there. Um, and the Dodgers are a wagon. I don't know if you had anything saved for it, but they broke the team record for home runs in a month. So The Dodgers are, are crazy. I mean, at what point in a in Dodgers fan – in, in irrational Dodgers fans' brains, are they saying, I'd like to face some adversity because it's too good to be true right now? 
Uh, we know some irrational Dodgers fans, and you know that they're just planning on the worst happening in the playoffs. I mean, that's where they're at. They've been locked and loaded. The and regular rolling. season's probably boring. They're not getting many injuries. Like Bueller had a blister. That's their big injury. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'd I mean, if they, if they, if they, the Dodgers go in as the one and and somehow get rocked in the. The first or second round, like that, will be okay. Okay, so we've devastating. We've done this game. I mean, if you're the Dodgers, you're still the only thing you're in fear of is the Reds being the eight seed. Yeah. Is there any other team that's the eight seed that you'd be like, oh, I don't think so, right? Uh, the Phillies have bats. The Phillies have bats, but I but mean, but they're pitching. They're can. pitching. I mean, the Dodgers bats. It would great. have to be Nolan Wheeler for almost nine, and they can. Nolan Wheeler for nine win a two a, win two games. Cincy Philly, but Philly could be the two seed also. So. Yeah. <laughs> if you're the Dodgers, those are the only teams I think you want to dodge. Dodge, Dodgers, get it? Dodge, 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 dodge city, dodge, 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 city. Um, yeah. Anything else? I mean, the you got Houston takes two against the. Uh, a- uh, yeah, two against Oakland. Uh, Kyle Tucker, you mentioned him twice. He uh, he looks dialed. Big prospect. He got off to a really slow start, and now he's uh, he's locked in. Which, again, you can name a lot of Houston bats before you get to Kyle Tucker. Yeah, sure. He looked good last year, but they never like he had signs where they wanted him to do this. I feel like, and Quentin knows better in the chat, but. Um, I remember like seeing him, and I was like, "Oh, is he gonna be like replace Reddick?" And then he never did. They gave him year. very much a young guy treatment. Yeah, okay. They gave him a young guy treatment. Uh, all right. Anything else? I don't think so. I think we can start standing out if we want. Standout performance. Standout performance. Baseball Reference just updated for us, so I just changed mine. Okay. I don't know who goes first today. Do you know? Maybe. I don't know, but is somebody bringing these to us? Oh yeah, standout performances today. Wow, BBD. Our, his producer producing his butt off over there. Teaser. Standout performances today are brought to you by everyone's favorite time of the year is right around the corner. <laughs> That's right, football is back. DraftKings, by the way. Well, we'll get there. Okay. Yeah, they probably want to hear the name. Bury in the lead. I think they want to hear the name. Everyone's favorite time of the year is right around the corner. That's right, football is about to be back. October. Football. To celebrate football's hundred, to celebrate football's hundred and first year, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook, is putting new users in the center of the action with a free hundred and one dollar bet when they place a bet on the Kansas City versus Houston mm. Thursday night game. Royals Astros, baby! This touchdown of a deal is only available for one hundred and one hours. That's like when you ask someone how old their baby is, and they yeah. say, like, you know, 19 months, and you're like, give me an age. Um, so this touchdown of deals is only available for 101 hours, so get in on all the action now. You heard us right. DraftKings is available. DraftKings is giving all new users a free bet of $101 once they sign up and place a bet of $10 or more on the Chiefs versus Houston game. If you are new DraftKings, if you are new to DraftKings Sportsbook, head to the app now to check out all of the great promotions and odds and boosts that they are offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable, located right here in the United States, so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your 
Convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY to get a free $101 bet to use once you place a bet on the first football game of the season. That's promo code JOHNBOY to get your free $101 bet for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older. You must be in New Jersey only. Other other terms and conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for gambling. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Seriously. Jake, do you want to go first? Do I go first? BBD gave me the honors. I think we we flipped things after the Ploof episode. Um, we're being the Monday guy, but I'll take it. Um, speaking of taking it, how about Adam Wainwright, Jim? He had his 39th birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Adam. Mm. 39. Old. So you know how he celebrated, Jim? How about 122 pitches? Complete game. Yeah, that's wild. 122, and that's... So, A, there's a lot... 82 strikes, so he was pumping it, which I love that. Um, But I I just think the way the sport is going, like, I think in five, ten years from now, we're going to look back at some Adam Wainwright stats and be like, what? This happened five years ago? Like, they just don't let dudes do this anymore. So, and and the bigger thing baseball-wise, they get the win... But, Jim, you've been seeing this with our Yankees. Resetting the bullpen is so important this year, whether it's a blowout win or a pitcher going eight or the nine or whatever they can. The Cardinals have this crazy schedule. They're playing double headers. They're still trying to catch up from the COVID time. So when Wayno can go out and throw a complete game and completely reset your pin, I mean, it is huge for that team. Huge. So... Um, the fact he did it on his 39th birthday, they get the win. Uh, what it can do for the Cardinals, uh, just incredible, man. I mean, it's almost like a relic. <laughs> it's like watching something that doesn't happen anymore. So that's pretty cool. Did you see like his and Yachty's hug afterwards? So yeah. good. Did you hear his post game? I did not. He he like cried. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. I, I wish I away. could. Yeah. I wish I could find it because the quote is so good. I, I don't know if it happened. Birthday. To that, and that was in 2013, when we started. Uh, when we started, my brother and I started Big League Impact. Malin, I remember looking up at the crowd. Wasn't that emotional, man? I, I uh, just had to take a little cry break, like all the way, all the way around this part, charity yeah. and, and pitching. But I certainly wasn't that emotional, man. I, I uh, just had to take a little cry break, honestly. So I, I didn't want to bring that in here to y'all. What was the reason for that? What were you feeling that, that led you to that? Well, it's just, uh, you know, a lot of hard work from a lot of different people have gone into uh, making me able to pitch again this year and pitch well. Um, you know, when you think you're done three years ago and then, you know, you're able to throw a complete game a couple years later, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, crazy, it's a crazy life, crazy game. I'm so blessed. I'm, I'm just uh, – you know, I just got on the – I just went into the, the batting cage and just thanked God for the opportunity, you know, to even be out there, um, much less, you know, pitch the whole game. So. What's that conversation like? With- uh, there was a quote that I can I can find where he, he said something like, quite frankly, the reporter's name, it's just good to not be bad anymore. Yeah. Like something like that. It was cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Good stand-up performance. It's a, crazy. It's crazy, man. And, when you're um, like – when you're in the middle of these doubleheaders, resetting the bullpen is 
so big. And this was a real one. This wasn't one of those seven-inning fake jobs. This was a real one. Yeah. So, um, his numbers all time are going to be interesting. I mean, he's like a Hall of Really Good guy, but he's also so beloved that he feels like he's one of those, um, what's it called, the committee that votes players in. Like I can see Wayno almost being one of those guys. Yeah, what is the it? Players, players committee, committee or uh, something like that. They, depending on when you played, they have different committees, so it'll be a different name by then. Clev to the Padres, is that Uh-oh. official? Yeah, I was about to hit the passing button. Uh oh, hit it, passing. I don't have a package, but they got him. Clev to the wow. Padres. I wish we talked about this a little earlier because I was leaning that way. Because you and I were talking Clev Yankees before this, and it just doesn't make sense. No, it never made sense like, to me. The, the Yankees, hair, the prospect package, just like everything involved. Yankees don't have the minor leaguers to go get Clev. Clevenger can go to the Padres and beat Clevenger. Let yeah. that hair roll, baby. Oh, Sunshine. Have a blast Dude, his out His name there. is Sunshine. Yeah. Ah, good for them. Good for them. Yeah, I mean, if you're a Padres fan, you got to be through the roof right now. Interested is to good. see the package. I feel like because of the the off the field stuff, people might be down on Clev. Like, go look at his stats. Yeah, it's really good. Career three two. But what is his last three seasons like? Nineteen, eighteen, seventeen. It's it's. <laughs> you counted back really well right there. Thanks. Um, his last three seasons, he's thirty eight and eighteen with a two nine six ERA. Two nine six over how many starts is that? Uh, 74 starts 74 starts, 296 ERA Like, Clev is really fucking good I mean, he's the Padres one And we, the Padres, we've heard rumors about them Wanting to go get this one for a while For years, it was Syndergaard Yeah It was the Padres have been in love with Syndergaard And now, they go get Mike Clevenger Um, producer Zach Coming in to help out with that one But yeah, I mean, Clev's their one, right? It's Clev and Lamette, basically Paddock Clev Paddock Lamette. Paddock just shoved. I mean, look at the stats. It's kind of interesting. I know Paddock's their guy, but Davies and Lamette are out pitching Paddock significantly this year. Imagine if they lose in the first round. Try not to. Try not to. Who, who who's a potential cause they're gonna be the four seed at best. At best. They have to be the four seed. Yeah. So four seed plays the five seed. So it's going to be whatever team can be second best in the division. And right now the NL Central stinks, dude. Five seeds like the four seeds the best spot to be. It's not bad. Four seeds. You'd rather be the four than the three almost. Yeah, I mean the wild card teams will be better than the five six in the NL. Right now, four plays five, and five is the Marlins. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sure. You'd rather uh, have the, that. The whole NL gets like worse. Like yeah. they I think by the end. Like we're really saying right. that the five seed is so bad, and that means also the seven seed's gonna be so bad. Well, yeah. not if like the Rockies get in at the not if the Rockies get in at the seven seed. Yeah, I mean we have to see it all sort Right now, Brewers are six. It's like you'd rather have play the Marlins at five than you'd rather be four than three. Yeah, you'd rather be four than three. I mean, the Cubs could still get that. Or the Reds that we're still in fear of for a playoff spot, they could be the five. Like, they could still finish second in the Central. Reds so, don't win series. To watch. Reds don't win series, so. Good for, the, good for the Padres. Can I tell you Drew Pomeranz's stats real quick? Sure. Ten innings pitched, 11 games, zero ERA. Get him. What a career change. Looks great. Good in that for uniform you, too. DrewPom.com. Uh... 
my standout performance. Big deadline. Who's your standout performance? Sixto Sanchez. Yes. Sixto Sanchez went seven innings pitch, zero earned runs, ten strikeouts against the Rays. Now the Rays don't have a fantastic, fantastic offense, but the Rays offense has been doing some pretty big things. I mean, they had thirteen hits in the last game, eight hits before that. They scored I mean, look at the runs, twelve runs, four runs, two runs, four, 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 five, two. So it's not like amazing. But I mean he ten strikeouts, Sixto dealt, man. I mean, he went up against Yarbrough, 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 Yarbrough in this game and went toe-to-toe with him Yeah, for a while. I mean, it was 0-0 going into the eighth, 6-0 through 7 shutout. The, the Miami brings in um, Blyer. Mm. He gives up a single, and then they bring in uh, Brad Boxberger, and he gives up the lead to Yandy Diaz to make it one nothing. but... Sixto Sanchez, I mean, it's his second career start. His first one, he went five innings pitch, three earned runs, and showed dazzling stuff. Yeah, the pitch ninja is pretty awesome. And then this He's second a, start, so. There's a triple pitch ninja, fastball, slider, changeup, and it's. All the same. They're all there. They're yeah. all very much gone. Yeah. So, that's my stand-up performance. I was going to do you, Darvish. Who? You. And I was just going to say that. You Darvish dealt again, and he had to work through a lot of adversity. Like, he only had two, one, two, three innings out of the six. Yeah. He gave up single, single. I think there was a catcher's interference put a runner on. There was an error put a runner on. And he worked out of all those with runners on base, which is good to see. Yeah. Good to see. So, I just thought it's a – I keep fine. if I was a Cubs fan, I'd be the ultimate spin zone, like, positivity representative of Cubs Nation. Okay. Every week, no matter what their outcomes are – I find well that's going to be good for the playoffs, right? Oh, dude, you you can shut him down all game, or he can get out of jams. Even Hap's going off. They I'm, trade for Martinez. Like, I'm hoping for you they don't get sucked into that central slog. I know because that could be bad times real oh, quick. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I yes. Don't like. I'm not sitting here telling you the Cubs are going to be uh, amazing in the playoffs. Right. I'm just saying if I was a Cubs fan, I could spin a lot of shit positively. Yeah. For that. Yes, sir. Boom. All right, Jake. So, what do we do next? In Fuego, usually? In Fuego, I think we'll just say a couple names real quick because we'd rather talk trade stuff. Yeah. Um, Baseball reference updated. And, Jim, how about I'll give you two groups? You mentioned the Angels pitchers. Canning, Haney, both had really good performances. I think Bundy was okay, too. And then um, the Cubs outfielders. Hap, Hayward, um, Schwarbo. I mean, they both all hit two home runs in that game, but they're also definitely in fuego. And again, stop tweeting Trey Turner at me. He's playing well. Yes. That's what I've got. I have on in fuego and nothing's going to be re- All I'm doing is sorting from the last three games. So yeah. over the weekend, who had the most hits? Trey Turner had 11. Eric Cosmer had seven. Uh, highest OPS goes to Ramon Laureano, who had four hits, two doubles, and a home run. He only played three games. Mike Trout went off. Candelario. Trout, Trout, yeah. Candelario. Who, did anyone have a crazy amount of home runs? Ooh. Candelario. Schwarber, Hap, Rizzo, Hayward. The Cubs. Jesus Christ. The Cubbies. Christ. So that's a win. Damn. With anyone the most have... walks? Brad Miller and Mookie Betts. Um, most caught stealings? John Birdie. Ooh, yeah, he got yeah, too hot. And that's obvious. Got too hot. And that's the most obvious. Um, Shohei quick, Otani stole two bases. Quick slump watch? A- Angels are just a highlight machine. <laughs> Stink. Uh, Mind the Angels and the Reds. 
Yeah, Pablo Lopez is the hottest pitcher right now. Last two starts, he's good. Pablo Lopez is good. Jack Flaherty as well. Yeah, let's go to Slump Watch um, or no Race to Twenty. Oh, Race to Twenty. The Roosevelt's wow. Race to Twenty. First, we still don't have the the sheet set. Maybe. I might have a sheet. Some someone on Instagram sent me the sheet, and I owe him a shout out. If I can operate, Nate Borman. Thanks, Nasty Nate. Um, let's see. Send if it I can to you today. It. Roosevelt's. Tell them about Roosevelt's. Show. Roosevelt's RSVLTS. They got fun shirts. They got fun hats. They got fun everything. If you like uh, topical movies, sports movies, baseball movies, baseball teams, baseball players. If you're going to the beach, if you're going to the lake, if you want a conversation starting shirt, you wear a Roosevelt shirt, someone will stop you and say, I yeah. like that shirt. I mean, it's almost a guarantee. I saw a guy wearing it the other day. I just shouted Roosevelt's at him. He had no idea what he was talking about. Yeah. We scared him a little bit. Uh, yeah, it was like, what? We, were, we had the dogs. It was, yeah, it was crazy. Jake was wearing his shirt, too. Roosevelt's teamed up with us to keep track, find out who's going to be the first person to hit 20 home runs. That was the Vegas over-under. Go to Roosevelt's, rsvlts.com slash Johnboy. Use discount code Johnboy. Get 20% off. Jake, where we at? So I think my guy, Nasty Nate, hooked it up. I'm cross-checking the numbers. Every, everything looks right. Um our leaders, Jim, Nelson Cruz with 13 and Fernando Tatis with 13, both still on pace. Cruz on pace for 23, Tatis on pace for 22, so we're getting tight. See, Mike, we're getting tight. That we're pace getting tight. has come down. We're getting tight. Just hot series, hot series. Mike Trout, 23 home runs. He's currently on pace. Jose Abreu on pace for 21. Teoscar Hernandez on pace for 22 and a half, so that could be nice. Luke Voigt. Currently on pace for 25 on this. So, okay. uh, Voight was playing insane. Hopefully he stays hot. Eloy Jimenez on pace for 20 on the nose. Let me see the sheet. Thoughts I'm getting so nervous and I was so confident. It's getting tight. It's getting really tight. Like you, We need Cruz and Tatis. Know who's our ace in the hole? Who? Juan Soto. Okay. Juan Soto has nine and twenty-three games. He's on pace for twenty-three and a half. So there's still some hope. There's still some hope, but yeah, it's going to be tight. It's no, no, it's going to be Jim. I'm still confident. We get it. It's going to be a sloppy end of year series. It's going to be Soto playing like the Mets end of their bullpen, and he gets to twenty-one. We need to. We you. We need to give. When we're closer, I need to yeah. start getting like a red zone. Tune into each at bat of these guys. Red zone, and we all need to do it together. You look after me. I'll look after you. Race to twenty. Okay. Soto's up. Race to twenty. We're not there yet. Not there yet. Two weeks ago, because we're getting scary close. It's getting tight. It's getting Damn. tight. All right. Next up, a, a really quick slump watch. Slump watch. And how I do this. Is I just go for the last three days. That's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I'll just, instead of doing like a, lo- a long slump watch, because usually there's a lot of research that goes into this. I'll go last four. I'll go last four. I'm just going to tell you who had zero hits. Who had an Ofer series. The Start- biggest Ofer. Started every game, didn't get a single hit. We're scrolling down. Uh, as Dribble Cabrera only had one hit. Mike Talkman only had one hit. Mm. Bryce Harper only had one hit. Kipnis only had one. Here's our first zero. Aldoberto Mondesi. Yeah, he's he's been slumping. He went 0 for 14. Anthony Rendon went 1 for 14. Uh, Keston Hira, 1 for 13. Not a lot of overs. Some pitchers who got knocked around. Javi Baez had an over. 
you know, it wasn't the infielders. That, and Charlie Blackman, what's his stats looking at now? Did that mm. does that hurt him at all? He was at like three ninety last we checked, so maybe that brings him down three sixty. I don't know. Tyler Anderson, Jake Arrieta, Dobnak got knocked around. Finally, sorry, Trev. Um, yeah, there you go. Slump watch. Abbreviated slump watch. Abbreviated slump watch. Gonna do a what? Joey Gallo. Hilarious stat line. Did you see that? No, what is it? Three games, one for seven, five walks, but he only had one strikeout. What was the one? So he was trying. Single. Bad. It's kind of good. It's kind of good. It's kind of good. Frustrating to watch. Frustrating to watch. He's got no help. Trade for hitters, Texas. Trade Lance Lynn for a bunch of hitters. I'm going to do my award first. Do your award first. I'm just giving the bad baseball award. I mean, the Cardinals had base running blunders galore. Yeah. The Cubs had a walk-off wild pitch. I mean, the White Sox grand all let a ball roll through his legs and let a guy score from third. Yeah. Yachty didn't just, like, stood still as the go-ahead run at third base to end the game and just stood still. Biggest toot blown I've ever seen. Um, before him, Paul DeYoung didn't know how to tag up. Yeah. Tyro Estrada ran himself into the last out of the game, but the Mets dropped the ball. Yeah. The Mets lost a game they were up five runs by error, hit by pitch, walk, error, badness. The Mets lost a game on a walk-off wild pitch. Cubs lost a game on a walk-off wild pitch. I'm probably missing some, but it was a weekend full of bad baseball. Base running, errors. But, Jake, it gets an award because it was all so damn exciting. Yeah. Like, it made for fun. But it's really bad. Yeah. I mean, dude, you could you could just end it with Kimbrell and Dellen. Walk-off wild pitches. I mean, that's insane. That's what I was going to do. I was going to do the walk-off wild pitch award or something, something around those two. Yeah. But then I was like, there was so much more just bad, like, mind-boggling bad baseball going on. Yeah. The Yachty thing's insane. The Grandall thing was weird. Yeah. The Tyro Estrada running, the ball was a swinging bunt. He tried to go first or third on it. He was dead to rights. They dropped the ball. Yeah. Bad baseball. Yeah. Pretty pretty unreal. You did see it all around baseball. Tying it up. Tying it up. Yeah, tying it up. Um, Not good. And Miguel Andujar played third base. Don't forget about that. Um, The details are coming out on the trade, so I'll do my award, and then we'll we'll get into the fun stuff. Um. My award is doing, and I might have done this before. This might be an annual award for me. It's in the year 2000. In the year 2000. You'd make a good priest. Award. Trying. Um, this is kind of a split old guy award. Um, so I gave Wayno some love before. Yadier Molina. Jim, in the year 2000. By the way, old Conan skit. Not great. Go check it out, but fun. Yadier Molina played his 2,000th game yesterday. That is third in St. Louis Cardinals history. Um, pretty insane. Uh, I, I had them pulled up most games in Cardinal history. Um, it's, you know, it's old school names that you've heard of before. And I just think, man, it's, it's so it's Stan Musial. Uh, all Stan time. Musial. That's a big one. And the website is loading games. So it's Stan the Man and Lou Brock. 
Lou Brock. So those are the only two Cardinals to play more games than Yadier Molina. Um, and there's something beautiful about it. I mean, this passionate, like, Puerto Rican stud who's as intense as they come. And he's, uh, you know, I, I mean, fiery and just St. Louis, this baseball love city. And it ties into Wainwright earlier, so I'm circling everything up. And... Miguel Cabrera hit his 2,000th hit as a Tiger. So I want to give the old guys some love this episode. Miguel Cabrera, I think it's the seventh most hits in Tiger history or something like that. I mentioned it before. So a couple old guys around 2,000 went with it. You made a noise. Want to hear the Padres deal? Yes. Padres are making all the trades. We will go over it now. This is the Clevenger deal. It's Clevenger and Greg Allen. Right. And a player to be named later. PBTNL. Quantrill, Arias, Cantillo, Hedges, Naylor, and Miller to the Indians. So you you heard rumors that the Indians wanted a catcher. They get Hedges out of all of the – because the Padres traded for Nola and they traded for Castro. So they had four catchers. Yeah. So they trade Hedges to Cleveland. Naylor hit a home run yesterday for him. He's gone. Um, Quantrill – is gone, so that's a, a pitcher off the board for them. Man, these deals are big. Dude, they, uh, I mean, this always sounds dumb and maybe it's too close to the trade, but I don't think San, San Diego gave up a big piece. No, they gave up a lot of little pieces. They gave, they avoided giving up their uh, top position player contra- or prospect. Like, why did Cleveland do this deal? This is the most they could get for Clev. Clev has two more years. I mean, I'm 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 surprised. You'd think there's one pick, even like a guy like Morehone. Um, you know, people in the chat are saying they're they're future shortstops. Uh, we'll see. I mean, Arius isn't like the biggest of prospects. He's not in their top ten. I have him as seven. Seven on okay. MLB. I mean, st- when you're talking that range, you never know. Right. Um, you never know anyway. But, yeah, I mean, Cal Quantrill, me and, me and John had some silly debates at the end of Talking Baseball last year on him. He's been good out of the pen for them this year. Yeah, I mean, like, what? Did, he's, what? He's, he's got some arm talent. I think he's a former first-round pick. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a little surprised. I mean, you know, people are saying Mackenzie Gore in the chat, I, they weren't going to give him up. He's like a big-time pitching prospect. Um, but, but, like, Hedges isn't a piece. No, I mean, he'll catch some balls and play good defense, but that's... It's not something that moves the needle on the club trade. It's just a throw-in. Naylor's not a piece. Jim, I'll I'll say this, because you hinted at it before, if the Padres were to get beat in the three-gamer. This is what their rotation's looking like next year. Clevenger, Paddock, Mackenzie Gore, who's like a big-time pitching prospect. Uh, Luis Patino, another big-time pitching prospect. And Denelson Lamette, who's been shot. I mean, that's awesome. I... the. Padres are set up, baby. Everyone thought they got they got they got beat in the Seattle deal, which we'll discuss that as well here. We'll just do a whole thing on the Padres deals with the Nola trade. Mm. This is kind of crazy. Know what this reminds me of? The Garrett Cole deal. Yeah. Just give us five guys. Cleveland just gets a bunch of pieces, a bunch of, you know, potential half to one and a half war guys. They'll get Clevenger through twenty thirty three and Who's the only piece in the Cole deal? Moran? I mean, Moran, but, you know, he got out. The only reason we're talking about him this year is he got off to a hot start. I think since then he hasn't done nothing. This is, I mean, yeah. Good for the Padres, man. I mean, Hedges is not an offensive threat. He's got 
I mean, he's, he's a very, very, very below average bat. Naylor's young. I mean, you know, if there's something there and he can play every day for them in the outfield. And again, I mean, Arias, Cantillo, you know, that, I, I don't have the full scouting report on these guys. Miller, we'll see. The chat says they're 7, 9, and 11 prospects. You're fine with that. 7, 9, and 11? That doesn't mean shit. If you're not top five, you're a crapshoot. You cannot complain about giving up a guy. No, like I thought the five. you can't anyway. This kind of makes clever. me question why the Yankees could the Yankees could have matched this in, in a way. In a way, I thought there was no way the Yankees because they don't have a good farm system could have matched whatever was going to get dealt for Clev. This doesn't seem like a lot, and there's unless there's something I don't know and I'm missing. Yeah, and, I'm and it's in, true. I mean, interested to hear and learn. But you know, Arius in the Yankees system, maybe he's the number three prospect. Who knows? So you're. You start looking and more at guys closer to the big leagues. I think yeah. he's under the volume of interesting close to big league prospects. They got some far away guys. This seems like the the normal thing with a trade like this. But if you're if you're San Diego and you're getting Clev, you should be stoked. If you're the Cleveland Indians, you should be pretty bummed out right now. Yeah, dude, Indians fans. This is a guy who had great Cy Young odds to start the year. He's got a two nine whatever in his last three seasons. Yeah. That's tough. I mean, I'd rather get one bona fide stud prospect and another flyer. And you could probably get two flyers. Why this you, doesn't This is the Indians where they can spin it and say we got an, a bunch of pieces for us to help that are going to help us compete this tough, year man. to spin it to their fan base. Like you'd rather a stud prospect who's not than Naylor and Hedges. Yeah, I mean, Quantrill, Hedges, and Naylor will play for them this year, and then you get three prospects outside of that. But they're not, like, elite, you know? Yeah. I mean, they didn't didn't get, like, a great major league ad or, like, one of the top prospects. Yeah, they they didn't didn't get an A-plus. They didn't get a – yeah, that's a good way to put it. In the Bauer trade, they got Fran Mill back, who you're like, okay, this guy could be an impact 40-homer player for us. Yeah. Here, I don't know. I mean, this, <laughs> you know, two of these guys are shortstops. This is just telling me, like, oh, they're moving. Lindor. Lindor's gone, too. Lindor's gone. Great. Yeah. God, that stinks. Yeah. Well, okay. The other trade they did was the Nola trade. Yeah. Which was. And I think that one, I wouldn't say they were getting ripped for, but from the outside view. Um,. Well, because there's a lot of bodies in that trade. Yeah, there's a lot. These are big trades because the the Nola trade. Nola's having a great year. I mean, he's got like a 150 yeah. OPS plus, but he kind of came out of nowhere. You can cook the books a little bit that he's had. He's been like the third best catcher in WAR since he got promoted last year. But he got promoted as a 29 year old rookie. Like there, there was no hype. It wasn't exciting. Um but, I mean, good for him. Aaron Nola's brother. Maybe he won't be known as that way anymore. Um, He's having a good good season, like we said. Um, so, th- this stat I read on Reddit. I'll shout out whoever was the guy who wrote it. Browns 2020 champion. He submitted this. He said, Padres had a team OPS plus of 125, which is second of all time. Now they're replacing Austin Hedges. 69 OPS plus with Austin Nola, 150 OPS plus, and we'll start Mitch Moreland, 202 OPS plus, instead of Jerickson Profar, 76 OPS plus. Now they're adding Clev to the rotation and Allen to the bullpen. I mean, the Padres are all in. 
And, I mean, they've been doing this without Tommy Pham, who was supposed to be the big piece for them. He's got a hand injury. I'm not sure if he's coming back. It looks like he got surgery. Um, We'll see on that. But, yeah, I mean, the Padres are stacked for this year and the next two years. So that's that's awesome for them. Cleveland, you got to be a little devastated. Grisham, Tatis, Machado, Hosmer, Cronworth, Myers, Moreland, Nola, Tommy Pham. It's a lineup. It's deep. Clevenger, Lamette, Paddock. It's a good playoff squad. Davies has been shoving this year. The bullpen. And a lot of these pieces are not rentals. Like, you know what no. I mean? Like, so when like when I kind of said it earlier, like, imagine if they lose this season. Uh, Clev's here for the next two years. Nola's yeah. here for, like, the next five. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't know if he's going to pan out and be good. Right, but you're not sure what you're truly getting, but it's been good. I mean, when's what's Allen? Is he a rental? Um, I mean, his numbers aren't that good. He's a he's a speedy piece. Outfield defense. Oh um, yeah, I was thinking. I said bullpen. That was a mistake by me. Um, so let's see. Luis Torrens went to the Mariners. He was kind of the Rule Five guy they had fun with the other year. Taylor Trammell. So the Austin Nola trade, the Padres got some crap because Trammell was the big piece they got in the Bauer three-way trade where they gave up Fran Mill Reyes, like I mentioned before, and Trammell's, I think he's been a top 50 MLB prospect, you know, supposed to be a young, good outfielder. He was the, I think he won the MVP of the, like, rising star, all-star game event or whatever it is. Um, so to flip him... For Austin Nola Feels a little weird I mean a 30 year old That You know Was a year away From not getting his shot At the big leagues You flip a top You know A topish prospect for him That feels a little weird And I know Mariners fans were excited About that Because their young Outfield of the future Looks like Kyle Lewis Kellenick And Taylor Trammell Which they're Mm. excited about Be wary of prospects That get traded twice John Boy's rule It's a little unfair But if you if a team thinks you're going to be an impact player, they usually don't trade you. They want to hold on to you. And if two teams think that, some some smells. That's all. Prove us wrong. A lot of guys don't. I've probably been traded twice and yeah. have had great careers. But I'm just I just think it's a. It's always like always raises my nose. Like ooh. It's a yellow flag for you. Yeah. Yeah. Austin Adams, Austin Nola, Dan Altavilla for Ty France, Luis Torrens, Taylor Trammell, and Andres Munoz. What do you think if you're an Indians Indians fan, man? You're sad. You're devastated. You're saying with Bieber and Clevenger, we can win any baseball series. Never mind our great infield, and if we got one outfield bat. Yeah. I mean, that stinks. If you're... If you're Cleveland, you're saying, why didn't we trade for Austin Nola? Fill our catcher spot, and we could be a dangerous team this year. Yeah, I'm really confused by the Clevenger trade. I think the Cole comparison. The Cole, but that's confusing. Yeah, so they got a bullpen pitcher in Quantrill, who they can maybe turn into a starter. He's young. He started before. He's started still before. young. Um, why didn't I like him? We were just, we were doing our 90% agree, 
but 10% disagree. Oh, like, okay. you, you could look at his early starts and say there's some hope there. You could look at his early starts and say, you know, not ideal. Yeah. And then two prospects, number seven and nine in the Padres, in Arias and Cantillo, who are a couple years away. And then, like, uh, Owen, Owen Miller, I'm looking at him. Someone says a uh, utility guy who can hit. Backup catcher and corner. I don't know. I thought it was going to be more. That's tough, man. Tough, tough day to be a Cleveland Indians fan. I don't get what the Indians are doing. I mean, I get it. It's just like, you're good, though. They so badly don't want to be good. They're doing a a nicer version of what the Brewers do. Like, the Brewers keep it going. You know, they have a nice team. They're going to compete, and they land where they land. Cleveland's doing that, but they've had a slightly better team. But my question is, if you're the Indians, right. why not keep Clev for this season, have a great staff going into a three-game series and then a five-game right. series and then see where that takes you and then trade him in the offseason when he still has two more years and you have a lot more teams that can offer all of their minor leaguers because I thought the only reason they would trade him now is because a team that wants to win this season gives them a haul. Right. Like a the cr- guy. Like a crazy haul. And we're like, oh, that makes sense to move him now instead of in the offseason. But this return makes me think they could have shopped this around it feels all like of baseball in the offseason and had much more takers and interest. It feels like they could have gotten this return in the offseason. I think that's very fair. And then you can make money in the playoffs and compete this year. And you've turned, let's see, you've turned Trevor Bauer and Mike Clevenger into Fran Mill Reyes, who I do love. I like him a lot. But from there, it's Logan Allen, a prospect. We came over... Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, You got a lot of bodies. It's kind of that... It's there's a lot of front offices that view baseball a little differently, and they say, you know, instead of us going out and getting these five, six war impact players, let's have a 26 man roster filled with one more players, and that's yeah. how we can fill it up. And uh, I don't know, I mean, hey, Cleveland's pitching, they've proven they can do that, maybe they can unlock Quantrill, and if they can do that, you can make this trade look a lot easier. If Quantrill can be a three-four starter for you, they have pitching. They don't need. They don't need Quantrill. They have pitching, but now you have four lottery tickets for players. They're trading Lindor. They, that's probably be cool if they did it now. That's weird. I mean, that's the end of this episode. Yeah, we, we, we will have Trev on to talk about any future trades that happen. It seems like Lynn's going. Seems like um, there's some other guys, Ray, that will go. And if it's huge, we'll jump back on today maybe, or we'll do it first thing tomorrow with Trev. We do have the Talking Baseball pregame show that's going to be live uh, today in like yeah. actually half hour. So by the time you're listening to this, it's already happened. Um, unless you're a patron member and you're listening live, thank you very much. Yeah. And, dude, the Padres, I mean, they have these guys. Really good move by the Padres. They are set up for this year and future years. Yeah. Pretty cool. Really good off. Really good deadline by the Padres. Good for those angry Padres fans. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, 
We are out. Thank you. We will see you probably. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. There will be more baseball talk. Enjoy the baseball. Enjoy the trades. Thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs>